1: The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Should not. Well, it is a lousy weather day. A lousy, lousy, lousy weather day. And uh, I guess you could say uh, that's fitting because Joe Biden is headed to Ohio. Hamilton, to be exact. Or Hamilton with an exclamation point, as uh, they once famously tried to market their city south of Dayton and north of Cincinnati. Uh, Yeah, it's one thing to be lied to by our president. He does it all the time. It's uh, another to be lied to kind of figuratively to your face. So he's going to be on home soil today. Uh, Touting, no doubt, his jobs report today, which exceeded expectations. That's what you will hear. It exceeded expectations. Yeah, well, by 28,000 jobs. Okay, great. He will not tell you today. Well, he will tell you that wages are up 5.5%. This economy is booming. I will not mention inflation, which is up more than wages by a solid 3%, and a lot of people, and I'm included among them, think that the inflation number is deceivingly low because does it feel like gas is only up 8.5%? Does it feel like the price of cars, the price of houses, the price of meat, the price of groceries, the price of anything is up only 8.5%? No, it doesn't feel like it to me either. I'm Bruce Hooley. Glad to have you along here on a Friday edition of The Bruce Hooley Show, a rainy Friday edition Flash flood watches out for most of our listening area on 98.9, the answer in Columbus, and 94.5, the answer in Dayton. And we will be flooded today for sure with a lot of lies, innuendo, and half-truths from Joe Biden as he comes to our state. What do the jobs numbers show? Yeah, sure, higher than estimates. I said the estimate was 400,000 by the Dow Jones folks. It's 428,000. That's good. Uh, Will he mention that we are still... 1.2 million jobs below the number of jobs that were, in effect, working, producing income in February of 2020, before the pandemic hit, and we were all forced to stay home by those who were gripped with fear. Uh, No, he will not mention that we are 1.2 million below our level of jobs in February of 2020, because that would defeat his narrative. That would be the truth, and he doesn't traffic in truth. Now, the 3.6 unemployment rate is higher than the estimate of 3.5%. He won't mention that, and he also won't mention that estimates of the real unemployment rate, those that are just too discouraged to look for the kind of job that they are qualified for, um, that is an estimated 7% of the workforce. So, Those are the numbers you can listen with a uh, attentive ear today when Joe Biden comes to Hamilton to tout that five major U.S. manufacturers have made a commitment to boost their reliance on small and medium firms for 3D printing. Yes, we'll get all kinds of tech talk and no doubt, no doubt Joe Biden will try to take credit for Intel coming to central Ohio. He had almost zero to do with that. See, when the folks at Jobs, Ohio, and in the state, and with One Columbus, set about showing the merits of Central Ohio to the people from Intel, they, of course, want the cooperation of politicians. They may enlist them to write a letter, make a phone call. But in terms of consequential, transformative, impactful contributions to Intel promising to come to Central Ohio... Uh, Not Tim Ryan, not Joe Biden, uh, not really anybody in Washington, D.C., had nearly as much to do with that as the people who make economic development their life's work. And so take it with a grain of salt when a politician ever tries to take most of the credit for creating jobs because the government does not create jobs. The private sector creates jobs. Individuals who risk their own wealth... To build a better mousetrap or solve a problem, those are the people who create jobs. Those are the people often demonized by the left as not paying their fair share or somehow getting illicit tax breaks or the like. They're rich. The rich tax the rich. I don't hate rich people because I've never worked for someone who wasn't richer than I was. The fact that they are richer than I am allows them to make a spot for me and pay me a salary for lending my gifts and talents to what they do. So that's your precursor to Joe Biden's visit to Hamilton this afternoon. We will have an interesting guest on the show today at 1135. Her name is, and you may remember her from the O'Reilly Factor back in the day on Fox. Remember the old Is It Legal segment? With Kimberly Guilfoyle, Monica Crowley, and Lise Wheel. Well, we will have Lise Wheel on the show today. Not Loose Wheel, which I'm sure is a joke that has been made a million times in her presence, and so I will not make it when she joins us on the phone. Uh, Lise Wheel, she is a New York Times bestselling author. Her book is A Spy in Plain Sight, which is pretty much exactly that. A guy named Robert Hansen who was arrested in 2001 after a lengthy career as an FBI agent, only he was giving government secrets to Russia. This is, of course, fodder for untold movies and drama series. I was a big fan of The Americans. There was a movie a few years ago. Kevin Costner was a Russian agent in Washington, D.C., a naval officer, more than a few years ago, actually uh this is what we fear right how often does it go on well lisa wheel doing extensive research on this particular actual historical event uh will give us an interesting perspective on that i'll also be interested to know because she's a harvard educated lawyer what she thinks of the leak of the draft opinion from the supreme court about abortion and what she thinks of the white house's inability well not just inability unwillingness more than anything To condemn the leak. And remember when Donald Trump spoke on January the 6th and said, I want you to go down to the Capitol and peacefully protest. And that that was seen as a call to an insurrection. A threat to our democracy. Well, funny thing. Now, the Democrats in the White House have a completely different view Of peaceful protest. Jen Psaki yesterday. In one of her final appearances. Thank goodness. Although don't expect. Corinne St. Pierre to be any better. Succeeding Jen Psaki. As she heads for MSNBC. To spout her nonsense garbage. Every single night. Jen Psaki said yesterday that. No no. There's no need for us to offer. Any additional security. To the Supreme Court justices. And their families. No no. We're just going to encourage and, and may even join in the peaceful protest because, you know, the Constitution does allow for peaceful protests. So I guess we should all be heartened that the presidential truth masseuse, Little Red Lying Hood, has come around and seen the benefits of peaceful protests. Of course, let's hope they're not as peaceful as the Antifa and BLM protests in the summer of 2021, because if they're that peaceful, well, we might end up with a Supreme Court justice hurt or even, heaven forbid, killed. I say heaven forbid because I don't want anybody to get killed, and I sure don't want one of them to get killed and Joe Biden to have the chance to replace them. But I'm sure that that possibility probably hasn't even occurred to anyone on the left. I'm sure that that would shock them and appall them, right? (laughs) Yeah, sure. Sure it would. Now, we always talk about... How the border crisis in Texas and Arizona and California is a 50-state problem, not just a two-state problem. Unfortunately, we have very sad evidence of that because one of the three Ohio State students taken to the hospital on Wednesday night, right before midnight, with a drug overdose has died. The Biden administration doesn't talk about fentanyl streaming across our southern border, but the drug cartels in Mexico are making a killing, charging thousands of dollars for illegals to come across the border, and the gotaways are certainly a possible carrier of the fentanyl that comes across the border and then seeps throughout our country. The belief of Columbus police is that these college students took what they thought was Adderall. Adderall is a drug that is made for those with attention deficit disorder, but it is frequently used on college campuses by students trying to pull an all-nighter, stay up, plow through, studying for an exam. So we're on the cusp of commencement. So that tells me we're in finals week or close to finals week and unfortunately now something that's supposed to be fentanyl or supposed supposed to be adderall turns out to be fentanyl and we have a young life snuffed out so more consequences of joe biden's failed policies Well, I trotted out my Columbus Mayor Andrew Ginther impression yesterday when we had three people murdered in the city, many of them, all of them, in fact, very, very young, and I said, Andrew Ginther would say, this cannot stand, this is unacceptable, this is a result of illegal guns, it's an existential threat. I did not know, maybe I didn't get the sound right, but I sure got the words right. Now here's Andrew Ginther. After a uh, 19-year-old died at Westgate Park last night, yes, another. Andrew Ginther says, "I am angry. I am frustrated. This is unacceptable." See, I told you. Our public places, our parks, are places for children and families to enjoy, to gather. Where our little league play. Blah, 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 blah. Keep talking. How about you do something about it? Oh, okay, he's going to. He tells WSYX Channel Six, "We will be announcing some historic investments into youth programming, summer youth employment, and other things we did last summer. Oh, really? Things you did last summer, when the murder rate was higher than it was in 2020, when it was a record murder rate. You going to do those things again? What's the definition of insanity? Oh, that's right. Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Oh, Andrew Ginther, in full Democrat mode now, says, We are putting 170 new officers on the street this year. Wow, that's a great idea. And it is woefully below the number of officers who have retired or taken early buyouts because they don't want to work for a mayor who lets a almost rookie cop twist in the wind for more than a year after he reacted perfectly to his police training in the shooting that resulted in the death of Micaiah Bryant, who was threatening another person with a knife. But because, of course, Andrew Ginther couldn't come out in support of that cop doing his job the way he was trained to do, because that might hurt Andrew Ginther at the ballot box when he runs for reelection in a city that doesn't elect anything but feckless, incompetent Democrats, which is to say, every Democrat in the city of Columbus. Oh, we got a double dose of double talk because Council President Shannon Harden said he believes the best path to ending violence is keeping kids engaged this summer. And investing in the police, how about you invest some compliments and some confidence in the police, Shannon Harden, instead of questioning every single thing they do. Instead of accommodating Andrew Ginther on his ridiculous police civilian oversight board, as if some wokester from the Kerwin Institute at Ohio State with a clear agenda against all cops, particularly all white cops, could ever have a clue what cops go through on the beat. No, let's let them and a pastor, a woke pastor, sit on a civilian oversight review board who probably never, ever in their life held a gun or looked down the barrel of one. Let's let them sit in judgment of cops. And 2020 hindsight, how a policeman reacted when he walked up on somebody brandishing a knife and threatening another person. How about that, Shannon Harden, if you really want to invest in police? Keep your money in your pocket and maybe say something about how great of a job these officers do on the streets of our city every single day. Of course, he couldn't do that because that might keep him from getting reelected as Columbus City Council president. So what does Shannon Harden purport to do? Columbus City Council will be hosting in the next couple of weeks Oh, They're going to hold a meeting. That's right. In the next couple weeks, a series of hearings talking about, ooh, summer safety grants. Hey, 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 you gangs stealing cars. Hey, hey, you guys shooting teenagers in the park. You watch it. We're going to hold hearings, and we might come after you with a safety grant. Oh, wow. We are going to put out millions of dollars in summer safety grants to organizations that have a proven track record of working with our young people. Hmm. (laughs) He's outsourcing the problem because he's incapable of fixing it. We are raising the question. Anybody who has a program that is working with at-risk youth, come talk to us. Oh, 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 oh. Wait wait a Patrice Cullors hears that that there are millions of dollars waiting in Columbus, Ohio. Hi, hi, I'm with Black Lives Matter. We promise to help city youth in Columbus. We have programs. Incidentally, we also have a mortgage on a $6.2 million mansion in Los Angeles that, you know, we might throw a few of your dollars toward. Does anybody think this is going to help? I'll tell you what's going to help. Punishment for criminal activity. Yeah, punishment for criminal activity. You can find in crime statistics that when police officers clamp down on antisocial behavior, the antisocial behavior diminishes. Works the same at home. It's a little thing called discipline, which we have too little of these days. And you know the funny thing about discipline? It has really bad PR. But I have seen discipline in action in family relationships, sports team cultures, corporate offices, and discipline, which means clearly set expectations, consequences for violations, and punishment for repeated violations, actually works. It actually works really, really well. But in this era where we have to reimagine solutions it's like anything that has worked before probably racist right it's probably racist or homophobic or islamophobic or xenophobic so we're not going to do it we're not going to try it we're going to have to come up with something new a grant a hearing A strongly worded public relations statement. Yeah. Meanwhile, murder rates skyrocket in Dayton, Columbus, Cincinnati, Cleveland, all over Ohio, and all over the nation.